What up, everybody? This is episode 14 of the Inside the Park podcast. Co-host Brendan here. Well, Murph by trade. Mm. Next to Matt. Other co-host. Other co-host. Yes. We, uh, we're pretty much talking shop about... Uh, what will today be? Opening opening day? Happy opening day! Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This this is an opening day, but just yeah. in general, well, getting things well, kicked off. The early season notes, mm-hmm. you know, the highs, the lows, you know, the <laughs> the ups and downs. The teams that have won two or three games that are like, well, this is finally gonna come together, leading the division. And then you know, and yeah, and then former world champs who have uh, been. Getting mm. the, yeah, getting their teeth kicked in just, for a just couple a games. Just stumble out of the gate. The Mariners are a juggernaut. I don't, <laughs> especially without James Paxton. Yeah. So, no, I see but, um, good things. Yeah. So it's pretty much just gonna be a two-part pod uh, early on. It's gonna be we're finally gonna get the anticipation for our first listener question has been just so high, and it's now been we've been feeling it on spent, our end. We've spent weeks, <laughs> weeks prepping for this. And then our feet were held to the fire. Let's just, you know, it's it's the pressure's on to mm-hmm. deliver. Mm-hmm. This is big. Yeah, this is this is going to be huge for our bottom line. Huge. So, uh, <laughs> so we're going to be covering a topic uh, that came up in an earlier pod about the best infield of all time. We'll be bantering a couple different possibilities, and then the established slam dunk winner. Yes. Which it's was brought, not close. Which was brought to our attention by a. Uh, Adoring fan. Mm-hmm. Avid listener of the show. Yeah. Send in an email, which you can also do too if you'd like. At the ITTPod <laughs> Gmail. There you go. <laughs> Catch us there if you have uh, you have any questions or want to hear Absolutely. your questions answered on the air, which we are always happy to do. Absolutely. But before all that, mm. that sweet intro music. Bam. <laughs> Hit him with it. There we go. So, uh, once again, just Wham, bam. music to our ears. Love it. All righty. Um, well done again. I said it last pot. I'll say it again. I'll say it every pot if I have to. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you shut, shut your mouth. Okay. So, our original statement yes. regarding um, a extremely skilled infield mm-hmm. was that the, uh, the world champ Astros had themselves a juggernaut of an infield mm-hmm. specifically based in... Um, Correa, Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve, and Alex Bregman. Yeah, a huge big three. I believe but, we were going over this when we were doing the divisional breakdowns. Yeah, of all yeah, the teams they came we up over the AL West, and, yeah. and just how good they were. Mm-hmm. Now, they are very good, ridiculous, as backed by the numbers they present uh, in that year. Which uh, who is it? who is who is the leader of the pack? Who's the guy that that uh, that set the table? Honestly, it's got to be Altuve. Was that an MVP year for him? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if he won it, but the numbers are ridiculous. Yeah. So what we've done here today is um, uh, the user or the listener that emailed us in, we were talking about all-time infields, and um, we did not think historically enough to the point where we were thinking about... We were the, short-sighted. Exactly. You know, we were very in the moment, and we were talking about the Houston Astros. So we went through the numbers of that entire infield, and we'll compare it to the infield that was brought up to us. So, but quickly, we'll run through the Astros. 
Uh, I'll take the Astros. You grab the Reds. Sounds good to me. Love it. Okay. Um, so behind the dish that year, we had Brian McCann back with the beard. Thank God. Yeah, he looks really rough on the Yankees. That was with that was not face. good. That was not his baby bear. Very cabbage patch. Um, War of one. Um, 18 homers, 62 RBIs, hit 241. He's most. He was a presence more than anything. Veteran, you know, bringing along the yeah. kids. All right. Uh, Yandel uh, Griel at first base. Uh, war of 2.4, 18 dingers, 75 RBIs, hit 299. Good season. Good season. Um, Altuve at second, 24 home runs, 81 RBIs, hit 346, had 200 hit. 200-plus hits that year at a war of 8.1. Does he hold the mantle for best uh, bat ball with Ichiro retired? Oh, in the league currently? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a number two that you can think of? In the league? Like, is there some? Yeah. Yeah. No, not like a cricket player. <laughs> yeah. No, they're talking about oh, all no, time. Oh, no, like... no, no, not all time. Yeah, actively. Like, he's clearly, I think, number one as far as bat ball just get in and play, yeah. you know, just – Hit just a hitter. Run it out, see what. But I'm trying to think who's who's number two. A couple years ago, you could have said Dan Murphy. Yeah, Ben Zobris was on that list ben for Zobris, a little bit. Good contact guy. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Run me through Bregman. <laughs> I'll keep thinking. About uh, Bregman, 19 home runs, 71 RBIs, hit 284, had a WAR of 3.8, and Carlos Correa, who also had a great season, had 24 home runs, 84 RBIs, and hit 315. Okay. Finished with a war of 6.1. Okay, so you'd say Altuve, and then after that, who's the, the – was there was it obvious that Bregman and Correa were going to be the number two? Or? Correa was definitely the number two that year. Yeah. It, was, it was Bregman. He was just coming up. So they finished overall with a combined war of 21.4. So about 4.3 apiece. Yeah, for the Which infield. is a, a damn fine infield. Damn fine. It doesn't hold the candles with the Reds, though, No, it doesn't. We're talking about the big men – Big red machine, 1974. And they were really feeling themselves that year. We are coming off of a... What are we looking at? We've got at least three Hall of Famers. No, we've got two lock Hall of Famers and a third who is an unfortunate miss. (laughs) Swing and a miss. But, okay, we'll do it in the same order, I suppose. We'll start behind the dish. So, Johnny Bench, who, by the way... My dad met one time. He told me he had the biggest hands he's ever seen. Like, just just huge. Like a mitt, you know? Like, just, you know? But, but he wasn't a big, tall guy. He's like six feet tall, maybe. But huge mitts. So, those mitts did their thing in 1976 and led to a war of 4.8 with a, uh, a defensive rating of plus 17.2 runs, which is just... Mwah. Uh, along with that, he uh, he brought a 2.34 average, a 3.48 OBP, and a 3.94 slugging. So, good, not great production, but when you consider the fact that he's a legit Gold Glover, um, ex- excellent mm. to go 16 dingers, 74 RBIs, and 13 steals. I would say most of those were uh, sec- first and second situations with him trailing. Yeah. It's my prediction. Probably. A little behi- late inning pulling up in the ninth. And if he was trailing anyone, it was probably Joe Morgan, who won his second MVP in a row in, a row, yeah. in 1976. He had 60 steals to go with. I, I'll cover it up. How many dingers do you think he had? 22. 27. Jesus. Do you know how tall Joe Morgan is? I do not. He's five foot seven. No way. And he's 160 pounds. What? Yeah. 
It's my idol. A little bear. He's a beast. A little monster. All right, you ready for these numbers? Three, yeah. 328. Ooh. 444 on base percentage. Jesus. 576 slugging. Come on now. And just for good measure, a 2.1 defensive run saved. Or, yeah, plus two. And then a war of 9.5, which is like Trout and uh, Triple Crown Miggy territory. So yeah, that's, that's a well-deserved MVP. And then a player very few have heard of, Pete Rose mm. at Manning the hot corner at third. A 3.23, which feels down for Pete. Honestly. Almost. Uh, 404 OBP and 450 slugging to go with 10 dingers, 9 steals. Uh, 5.7, actually, for the d- defensive rating and a 7.4 on the war. Mm. So Pete did his thing. Pete did the Pete. Pete was the Correa where it's like, yeah, he was a legit slam dunk, plug it in all-star behind like a, oh, my God, MVP that year. And then Dave Concepcion with a 281 average, 335 on base, and a 400 slugging. But this is this was an all-world defender with a plus 18 at shortstop. And then Tony Perez at first with just a 2.8 war, 19 dingers, and actually a minus four on defense. So Tony Perez was the uh, the black sheep of an otherwise incredible infield. And the 2.8 war being the low, being the you know the floor of this, just shows what we're dealing with. It literally takes McCann and Gurriel out of the equation. Yeah, yeah, those yeah those two right there just knock him out. Yeah, which is incredible. Uh, which comes up to a total of what, is that twenty nine point one overall? Good yeah. lord! Yeah, or five point eight two WAR per player. So almost so a WAR uh, that's about a WAR one w- win per position better. Yeah, all around. That's yeah. incredible. That's, yes, th- thank you for messaging us, and you're one hundred percent right. The the, the yeah. red machine was absolutely ridiculous. When, yeah. when we were we've looking, been, it we've up, been bested. <laughs> we have, we have. Um, I will come back and counter one day with the 2009 Yankees, and I'm sure Brendan will make a case for the 99 Mets as well. But that is Ray Knight. That is <laughs> that is a fight for another day. Not a fight, a discussion. A discuss. It's yeah. It's over. But <laughs> but but it's always fun to, to to talk. So what? He won this round. I mean, yeah, get, always- <laughs> get this one. All right. So well, it's now. March thirty first, an opening day. We've we've done it. We've we've we're at game three now. Game yeah. game four actually for some people. Uh, the one o'clock games are definitely over. Um, initial thoughts from you know from the Bronx. Yeah. Um. Well, your your uh, your AL first baseman all star had himself a day. Mm. Um. Luke mm. Voigt, my Absolutely. personal god and savior. Um. Walk three run dinger to deep. Yeah. Uh, the boys look good. You know, pitching was good. I was happy with it. The big men are taking the ball the other way. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Stan and Judge. I think it was the th- third. Roping singles. The opposite oh, field. Missiles. Mm-hmm. Low and away. Just getting on base. Loved it. Um, Ottavino. Adam. Yeah. Adam Ottavino. Adam yeah. Ottavino. Wow. Got himself a slider. Everything dances. Got himself in everything. Everything dances. So uh, real happy Plus with that. Plus he's rocking the zero, which is always cool. Respect. The Respect. big goose egg. Yeah. So I was happy all around with opening day. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. It always feels good to opening beat the Opening day Orioles. was good. What about the resulting two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like we uh, – yesterday was tough because we lost to the Orioles and they're just garbage. And we're losing yeah. right now 3-1, to one, but, you know, it's a long season. Tell you what I was most impressed with mm-hmm. on opening day. Um, it was Jacob DeGrom. 
Jacob Degrom uh, came out and earned his money. Mm. The the extension, the the one, one hundred thirty seven point five over five, which can be six, um, with the team option. Yeah, he uh, doesn't look like he's gonna you know send it home now that he's been paid. He it looks like. We're talking potential repeat. He looks good. He looks good. It's only one, but it, I mean, he went. It was a clean six with I think eight or nine Ks. Uh, I think four hits, one run. Was there a run? No, no runs. Run. No, no run. runs. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but uh, since then, the in the last two starters got uh, got knocked around a bit. Cindergard uh, slider didn't look very good. And no, he, he gave, he he gave f- up a four spot. I was I was impressed that he fought through it with yeah. not good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just that's competing. what you want to see. And that's what, that's, I think that's one of the models DeGrom sets for the, the rest of the rotation is DeGrom's off days are six innings and three runs. Yeah. You know, that's an off-off day. Yeah. So that's what I think that's uh, – you hope that moves its way down the line. And um, I'd say everything kind of went according to plan. Uh, Cano looked good, as usual, and mm. Alonzo's done nothing Ugh. but impress. Big boy. Love watching him. He plays with some energy, which I appreciate. Um I mean, if we take a look around the league, the uh, the defending champs kind of got knocked around by the Marlins, mm-hmm. which is almost as bad as getting beat by the Orioles. <laughs> almost. <laughs> but, you know, like we said, three games. It's too early. You can you can use the term um, small sample size till about, what, the end of May? <laughs> really? Like, you get almost eight weeks out of it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, you need that first that first hot streak, that first low, and then you measure how how long does it take to get the recovery? Right. Really. And uh, you can measure resilience in a team. That's going to tell you a lot yeah. about the season. Yeah. Minimizing the lows, like in anything else in life, is will uh will really you know it, projecting forward. It just it says so much about a team, like you said. So if you had to give me a strength and a weakness through three games for your Yanks. Gosh, it sounds so arrogant. It sounds so awful. I yeah. I don't see the weakness yet. No, do you want me to? You go ahead. Yeah, okay. feel free. <laughs> I um, I would say they they're impressive because their weakness is something that it it's a if anything it's an atrophy that's required. It's not a it's not a daily grind that you're like oh here comes that chink in the armor. It's um it's it is the rotation. Yeah. It because it is it, to me it is it's only because it's built on so many glass houses. Oh, fair There's enough. There's some seriously you know uh, Severino Severino looks like the real deal. He looks like a Cy Young candidate to me regularly and I hope I pray for health, but now this is two middle range injuries cuz they're not a week and they're not 6 months. It's like 5 weeks, you right, know? Right, right. And months, and you, yeah. and you hope he can shake that and get it rolling, but the shoulder apparently is bothering him and he'll be back what 3 weeks from now, something yeah, like that. That's so That's where he's projected. Yeah, and you know, hopefully that'll if anything that'll just help him preserve a little and he'll be able to go longer, and he won't hit that. Uh, he won't hit the wall in August. Mm. Um, Paxton, another legit ace, with some concerns. We talked already about his. We were talking about his delivery. His, wi- the his other delivery, day. the windup is a uh, something else. It's def- It's like he's muscling the ball. Yeah. But I mean, to this point, it's worked for him. I mean, but he's, he's throwing ninety eight from the left side. It's it's tough to argue yeah. with a guy who's who's chucking it. But you. you it it just hurts to watch yeah. Physio- yeah physiologically you can see it yeah and then um after that tanaka tanaka actually has been consistently just 
there, a solid B plus. Twelve and twelve. He gives you what you need. He's gonna go three five ERA, you know. And with an offense the caliber of the Yankees and a bullpen like that backing him up, he can win fifteen games. Yeah. You know, giving up with a four ERA, he, he absolutely could win fifteen games. Yeah. You know, like I shudder to think what Jacob Degrom could do on that team. You know, <laughs> yeah, he could legitimately win twenty five games, yeah. which would be amazing. And the the only thing is, he'd be going like six innings. They'd be like, pull that was good. Yeah, yeah, he'd be he'd be on like a three day rotation instead, and they'd just be getting forty starts out of him. But uh, but then uh, yeah, after that, I mean, so I mean, as long as those top three stay healthy. I, I don't see any real problems. That's just, you know, in a long season, you just hope that they uh, – you hope Boone, who I know has had his issues running the bullpen every now and again, you hope he can feel out the comfort zone to pull a guy or let him stretch. Or, you know, I think, I think there is a real benefit in letting a guy go a little longer, giving him leash, yeah. but you need to know the line. There is a, there is a pitch count where a guy – where it feels like they're you're just leaving him out there to fail. Yeah, he loses. Yeah, you, you're tapping into the reserves, yeah. and it's going to come back to bite you in September. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say as long as they, as long as he can be, you kind of got to kid glove them. But I, I like the, I mean, he's got so many options in the bullpen. This absolutely. Year. Not, not that he did yeah. last he needs, year, but he needs five. Exactly. You know. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. I mean. Self-analyzing the Mets, I would say it's. I was gonna say, what? How do you feel right out the gate? Right, we're left-handed heavy. Yep. Um. And our four-five in the rotation are legitimate weaknesses, depending on how Mats does. Mats is a question mark at this point. Would yeah. you not agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And um. Yeah, I was rooting for a Gio Gonzalez signing for a while now, but the Yankees. I still want you guys to get Keiko. I yeah, I would like that. I don't. I, like s- I don't much. see an issue with it at all. Like I, I'm not. Not that I full trust in Brody. Yeah. He's done a great job, but it just seems to make sense. Yeah. So I have I have a question. Um, yeah. I'd like Keiko, but I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Are you after now them getting just shelled the last three games with their actual like their so-called big boys on the mound? Yeah. I mean sales, obviously for real. But um, are you more concerned with the Red Sox starting rotation or their bullpen? Because so far, it's like. Bullpen hasn't even been given even been given a chance. You know, mm. like Nathan Evaldi, is he in their rotation? I don't know if he's their I, stretch bullpen or he's like. Yeah, just to be honest, that like I mean, they got shelled against the Mariners, and it's a small sample size. Yeah. But if you're not even giving what already looks like a shaky bullpen without Kimbrel a chance, yeah, it makes me nervous because I mean, Mookie and JD can only do so much, mm. and I mean, er, and that's Xander's gonna chug along and just are, be there. But like, if we're talking big. I'm a yeah. I'm I I I, <laughs> I ride for Xander Bogarts hard. I would I'll die on that hill. He's. <laughs> I really will. I will. I will be on a Xander Bogart, Xander Bogart, Starlin Castro, all these guys that like came up at twenty three as shortstops, and they're like, and every all they tell you is like, oh, they don't really have any real athletic gifts, and they're like, what do they do? Oh, they roll out of bed. They, they and play get, really good. They roll out of bed with three hits. Like, <laughs> okay, oh, okay. Guess what? I've got a spot in my lineup for that guy every time. I don't know why Xander Bogarts gets pushed aside when we're talking about AL shortstops, but yeah. Um, and then not to mention Benny Baseball, oh, who's yeah. an absolute stud. So Jackie. their offense is for real. They just need nine innings, four runs, you know? Like, that's what they need yeah. out of a combined certain amount of pitchers. Um, they're pressed right up against the ceiling as far as the se- the, uh, the the salary cap goes. They're tight, they're, yeah. They're getting real close to, like, paying some, like, you know, Huge some pretty luxury large tax. luxury taxes. Yeah. Um, 
thoughts. Oh, I don't worry what's about. Like, what's the move? Uh, <laughs> what is the move? Gosh. Do do they have a contract worth unloading? I'm trying to figure out if they could get Zach Grinky. I don't think so. Because the because th- he's got he's like 35 yeah. a year. Yeah. But I'm, that's what I mean. Like, could they get rid of something that's like 25 and maybe valuable? Right. For you know, because that was their move is to you shell off. Triple-A guy's making nothing, mm-hmm. and you take a contract, and you get a good player. I mean, Cashman does this when necessary, right. when it makes sense. But the Red Sox, they're n- the Red Sox GM, is Ben Sherrington still? I believe so, yeah. I feel like that might be the Indians GM. I apologize if we're wrong, but anyway. Um, yeah, he's. we know he's not afraid to wheel and deal, but right now he's sort of handcuffed price economically. Is, price is guaranteed, isn't he? Price is a heavy toll. Uh, that's so rough. I think price is more than sale. It might be. No, no, they definitely had to go over price. To get, <laughs> otherwise, sale would have been like, what is? What are we <laughs> what doing? Fuck, you yeah. Sale would have cut up another jersey. Exactly. Yeah, couple. Uh, so, yeah, well, all this to say, Craig Kimbrell is still on the free agent market. Just waiting. Do you, how long? Yeah. Do you see him waiting? Do you see him? And do we see a next couple of weeks we get more maybe an offer floated, oh. or do you think we're gonna wait till like that mid season? You're saying that or like all star slash yeah. playoff push? Yeah, where we see a contender swoop in and be like, "Come here." I think my sources. No, <laughs> I think an offer. Your sources are in New York. I think an offer goes public yeah. in the next two weeks. I think there is like a. An ESPN report, quote unquote, you know, a Buster Olney, Ken Rosenthal thing, that it says like these three teams are starting to get aggressive with Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, Kimbrell to the Rockies. Yeah, and I, I see um I see Kimbrell on the Brewers by the by the end of April maybe. <sighs> Do you see after Hater? after Corey Knebel went down? I'm really sorry to interrupt, but did you see Hater throw nine pitches the other day? I told you, bro, the of, most unhittable of, lefty in baseball. Of straight unadulterated heat. The most unhittable lefty hand, left-handed pitcher in baseball. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll take him. Uh-huh. I'd take him over Chris Sale for an it. inning. Stop it. I don't. I just don't think it's that close. No, what do you mean? Dude, you just said in an himself. inning? Yeah, for one inning. No. Give me Chris Sale could go 100. Yeah. yeah. With a ridiculous slider, change up in a two-seamer. Hey, Josh Hader throws two pitches, yeah. and they're both unhittable. It's ninety. I'm taking, it's like, I'm taking sale over. It's ninety-eight with like ups, like backspin that I've never seen, and a, like a slider that just like oh it rolled off the table. It's gone. And it's gone. So <laughs> so disrespectful to Chris Sale's slider. Dude, like it's not the best in the league. Is that, you think does Chris Sale have a better slider than Adam Adovino? Oh fuck, that's so tough. Or or it's not in the same cat. It's a different kind of slider. Well, or, that's the- or Noah Syndergaard. Noah's just way different. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> It's like 92, and it's only like an 8-inch break. But it's so hard. But you're like, it's not a cutter, because it can't be a it's, cutter. It's so late, and it's so hard. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's uh, different. It's not like an 83, like, bend around your, you mm-hmm. know, through. It's not going to mm-hmm. go but through your legs. You're not washing. It's, it's fucking there, and then it's out. Yeah, yeah, uh. that's okay. Yeah, that's its own animal. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think um, I think to to get back to the point, Craig Kimbrell to me is yeah. going to be a brewer if they're willing to loosen the strings. And I think if anything, this Christian Yelich out of the gate flaming hot thing is just pure motivation for the Brewers to make moves. Four home runs in four games. Absolutely, the MVP has uh, the MVP has made his statement. Four home runs in four games, and today ended with a walk off double. Walk off double, yeah. So Kim's great. Christian Yelich is. 
is is Christian Yelich the other guy? Is he the number two behind Altuve? What do you mean? As as like a batting champ, as like a bat to ball guy. Oh, like he's in That's the la- in the last eight months, he's cranked these dingers, but that was not his game. He was a three thirty five kind of yeah, like. No, in Miami, he was always guy. like, "I'm gonna get on, hit double." Yeah, leg. and now he did the Dan Murphy thing, where he's like, "If I just maybe turn my hips a little quicker, <laughs> what's what's this? Is this a short porch in right field?" And then suddenly it's just ding dong city. Right now he's 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 finding his bat's finding a lot of balls. It's insane. To, yeah. to quick skip back, yeah, yeah. I completely agree with you. Crimble's too good not to play. Okay. Like, there's no chance yeah. that he sits out to I the just, All-Star yeah, Like you said, with the, t- with the the statement of too good, yeah. I think I think a player in, like, a familia, a setup, an eighth or ninth guy, right. waits and is like a, like a mid-season trade in the same way, but with a signing. Kimbrel, like you said, Kimbrel is a Hall of Famer he's at, a, to this point. He's a big dick he's, energy kind of guy. Yeah, Kim, Kimbrel <laughs> is not a wait and see, wait him out guy. Mm-mm. You bring the offer to him, mm-hmm. it's going to be in you his realm. He's paying that. Yeah. And he's do, pulling a Le'Veon Bell sort of situation. Yeah, yeah. That's and what he, <laughs> he will wait and he will sign the best deal on the table. And if the Brewers come out of the gates hot, the fans are going to want him. Absolutely. And if they do that, that righty lefty of Kimbrel and, and Hader, Harden, that would... is there a better is there a better one too than Kimbrel and Hader? <sighs> I don't think there is. It makes Diaz and Familia look soft. And it that's not really does. That's not picking on the Mets at all. <laughs> no. That's just one of the best one twos in the game. That's it's a top 4 probably. Yeah, but like Hader Kimbrel are immediately like give me that crown. Yeah, look it's no, I think that's the best one too in the game. I think it's not like a question. Like Chapman, Britain, Adovino, Britain. No. You no. know what I mean? Like no. those, yeah, those none are of all those. great, like A minuses. Phenomenal. Any but team Hader would love to have and it. Kimbrel are like that's that's insane. two A pluses. That's yeah. two A pluses. So that just makes too much sense to me. And um, oh, that bullpen's so good already. I'm trying to think. Yeah, with Knable down, Jeremy Jeffries throwing gas though. That one, two, three would be silly. Ah. Um, the game's over in the seventh. I'm trying to think. I'm. I'm. Uh, you. You oh. talk about something while I think contract. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So going across the pond, have you? Uh. Oh wait, you're thinking. No, I'll it's just, okay. I'll just talk. It's um, gonna be. I'm, I can't predict something like that because it's gonna be odd. It's yeah. gonna be weird. There's gonna be incentives, especially if he's signing in mid-year. Yeah. It's gonna be like. It's gonna be like eleven this year. He missed spring training. He missed that. They don't. They don't get to put him on their like guides, and they're like, you know, they didn't get to push him. When it's almost like he gets a deduction by fifteen percent, yeah, because he didn't wasn't a part of the uh, season ticket push, yeah. But the AAV for the next three years is going to be eighteen. It's so be right, you see seventy five. You see no, I, you probably see what 84, 85, 80, 84, 86, 60, five years. 52, 11. Give me 65 over 4. Okay. Ooh. I think 65 over 4 with a bonus sign. Okay. You know, like here's 5 in the bank. Okay. In, in the next 3 to 4 business <laughs> days. You know, like. So, <laughs> Escrow sending the check. Absolutely. So I think, so give me give me the range of 60 to 70, I think. Okay. And, and a 4 yeah. with a, a four with an option. Mm-hmm. He may hold for 5, though. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the I think that's what we're dealing with, especially now that he has to – there's going to be less of a bidding war, mm-hmm. but those two or three teams that are in on him, the urgency is up there. You know, we're talking already just the level of player raises the roof of the to, to like a kind of not it's not a July trade deadline feeling, but it's like, OK, 
are you going to let the Cubs get him? You're right. Are you going to let the Cardinals get him? Like, the Brewers need to go for the throat even on day three. Now. On day now. three. Which is just phenomenal. It's, God, it's, I love it's this It's good game. for baseball. It's so great. Speaking of uh, of the Cardinals and Goldie, we're talking about new kids and new uniforms oh, all yeah. showing out. Yeah, Pauly flexing on the the Brewers. Pauly hitting. We got Manny making defensive gems already over Absolutely. in San Diego and Harper with that. Oh, oh the God, upper decker. Dick shot. Yeah, new yeah, uh, new kids on the block is mm-hmm. what we'll caption it. Yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah, yeah, Harper, Manny, like you said, Pauly, they're killing the game I've, in I've, their new spots and I think that's huge for the game. Oh. I think that's huge for baseball. It Even is. Paxton, Paxton came out dealing, you know. Through five couple, innings, couple bad pitches here and there will lead, you know. It, it's not it takes a team when you're a starting pitcher, but yeah. I, yeah. you know. I think the new kids on the block are doing their thing. Even Pete Alonso. Yep. True. Doing his thing. True. And Jeff McNeil. Pete Alonso and Jeff McNeil, seven for nine yesterday combined. Mm. Jeff McNeil just hits and does his That's job. All he does. And just keeps his head down. Four does for his four, thing. like it's like it's his job. I, I love. I, I think, just respect shit. I just think you find a spot for him. I just, no, he's on your team. You know what I mean? You like, got it. He's on your I team. I think he plays. I think whether it's two or three different positions, he's playing five out of seven games. Yeah. You know, like you just. Yeah. He reminds me of a uh, a versatile. Uh, Pedroia almost. A little bit. A little bit of the, like, I don't care what you think. Like, <laughs> got it. Like, just bringing a lunch pail. Yeah. Going to work. Hard head yeah, on. setting it up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get my mail delivered Nine, to this left-handed batter's box. Nine to five in it. Absolutely. Fucking love it. Fucking so, love yeah. it. So, yeah. So, um. Oh, my. I lost my final thought. I had a final thought. No, you're going to wrap it up nice with the bow? I was. It was going to be perfect. Oh, he's going to bring it back around town? Son of a bitch. <laughs> no. Um, damn it. I'll tell you what. We're talking about great infields. Yep. Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny on the left side yeah, is pretty filthy. scrumptious. Pretty yeah. damn filthy. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Is Manny, Manny's at third, no? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He signed, and they were like, this is this is our fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll play third. And yeah. they were like, ah. Yeah. Tatis is rocking these like kind of blonde, short braids. The little sort of. Tr- yeah. It's looking pretty good. Looking that. pretty good. I like that. With a defensive, um, defensive first, second baseman. Anything else worth noting? Tulo Smart. went deep. First time since 2017. Felt good. Yeah, yeah. Felt good. Felt good. It was, uh, it was like, it was such a Yankees home run. Was like it? it? Was oh, the, it was Oppo. Like he missed it off it. the end of the bat. Like Oppo. Yeah. 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 It, was, yeah. It, it was funny. But I was that happy. That first one as a new Yankee's got to be like, this is going to be great. He's wanted to be a Yankee for a long time. Yeah. And to see him smiling around the bases, it was cool. Absolutely. It was cool. Yeah. Big time. Oh, gosh. Scherzer pitched a hell of a game. Scherzer apparently is the Pete Alonso kryptonite, mm. but Scherzer is he's, 90% he's of players' kryptonite. Yeah, I mean, that's his first taste of Max Scherzer, for Christ's sake. That's a top five pitcher in the league. I mean, how many swings on Max Scherzer with his. Let's say he's only got three of his pitches, sure. which is like six deep, by the way. <laughs> Let's say he's got his fastball, obviously. Yeah. He's got his slider. Yeah. Oh, no. Christ. And he's got a change. Yeah, I was going to say, give him the change. (laughs) (laughs) How many swings? He's he's allowed these three in any combo Mm -hmm. he wishes. Yeah. But he does does get drained. It's 100 pitches if it's 100 pitches. Okay, sure. You know, he's sweating. Yeah. We'll give him him eight or nine minute intervals so it's like an innings so he's not dying. Gotcha, gotcha. But how many pitches... Or is it taking you to put a ball in fair play? Oh, in fair play. Yeah, not contact. Oh. I want a f- I want it in between the lines. 50. Touch and grass. It takes 50. 50. Um, because I feel like you just end up 
What do you, you do? No you just bunting. you only just sit on a fastball, right? You, you can. What <laughs> you can do? You know, what you what you have to hope for, really, is you think it's a fastball. It's a slider tailing away, and you just bloop it to right. Yeah, nah, man. I'm thinking like I'm I'm choked. Like three inches up the bat, right? First of all, I'm hoping. swinging. Did I mention I'm swinging at thirty? <laughs> all right, and yeah, dude, I'm I am so deep in the box. I me I'm whispering in the catcher's ear. On top of the plate, all the way back. Yeah, the catcher is like, "Get, you're leaning on me. You have got to move." The kind of thing where the umpire is like, "Get in the box, son." And I'm like, "Is he gonna keep throwing that hard?" Did you, did you tell him to slow it down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've got Did you tell him? I'm going to have an asthma attack. Yeah, so, yeah. I think 50 sounds about right. I think I think it takes 20 before you're like, okay, let's lock in. And then it takes about 15 swings to be like, I give up. I just missed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you foul one back maybe, and you're like, yeah, I would have. Mom, see that? Coach, see, if, coach see that? If only... And that's when he ramps it up. And that's so, when he's, his so, eyes start yeah, getting he, wide. He, gets, he turns into like the mad dog, and then there's ten pitches that you literally don't see, mm-hmm. and then he pulls back again, and that's when you get him. Yeah. Right around pitch 48. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think yeah, I think that's right. I think, so yeah. Is he the best pitcher in baseball right now? I think he might be. When you consider the numbers and the gravitas. I argued for DeGrom. I, I'll take it. I'll take the smooth, silent, quiet killer. Yeah. You know, it's hard to it's hard to beat the guy that's like I can't believe I gave up one. And you know, like, but that yeah. had to be honestly one of the best pitching matchups on opening day. Oh yeah, that was seen. lovely. That uh, was just so nice to watch. That was phenomenal. They were both on. Yeah. Um, and I guess to wrap, uh, like we mentioned, Harper's bomb, uh, not, game of the night, Sunday, ESPN. Mm-hmm. Send the check. Um, no, uh, we Braves got Phillies. Braves Phillies. We got Acuna and Harper. Yeah, Hoskins yeah. and Albies. Donaldson and uh, JT. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Kutch, Kutch on yes. the Phils. Oh my gosh, Phils my are yaya, day one. Stacked. Yeah. Oh god. It was good to see. Absolutely. Really good to see. Love so, without really knowing anything. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know the. We should know that. You know what? I'm gonna look up the, the uh, pitching matchups. Give me the pitching matchups, okay. and we're gonna do some predictions, and mm-hmm. then we will wrap this piece. I love it. Let's see, Phillies. I'll tell you what, it is great to see Donaldson on a new team. Yeah. I'll be. It just feels. It feels fresh. It feels like he's got new life. Um, he can go off do his thing. He looks looser. Yeah. He looks good this year. I'm. I'm excited. I. I. You know. I. I. Uh, I, 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 wait a stammer. There you go. Yeah. Attaboy. Bringing him through. Anyways, who's pitching tonight? We've got... Ooh, Jake Arrieta! Kyle Wright and Jake Arrieta going at it. Oh, first pitch already happened. Great. They don't need to know that. That's okay. Shh, sh- shut up. It didn't happen. Come on. It didn't happen. I, I bet you through the first inning, they'll both have one strikeout. Attaboy. That's my guess. And no runs. Okay, so we've got Kyle Wright, the youngster, going up against... The grizzled Jake Arrieta, yeah. one of the manliest men in baseball. Makes you like makes if Mad Bum had a number two, yeah, a right hand. Mm-hmm. It's Jake Arrieta. If you're seeing a pitcher fight, I don't think you want to see anyone else. No man, that would be that'd Mad, be wild. Mad Bum and Arietta. Arietta feels so compact, and short, and yeah, violent. Yeah, yeah. Not Mad Bum would go. Yeah, I, I wouldn't like, put them against each other. Who I'm thinking, I want so Thor oh. and Arietta. Oh. 
because it's like the How, little what about tough the guy. Height, that's the point. Okay. It's like Syndergaard's gonna come out swinging. He's like, I'm a big fucking man. Yeah. And Arietta's probably gonna drop him. Uppercut, I'm not gonna lie. Uppercut, uppercut. And then who against Mad Bum would be like? You'd actually think, oh, maybe this. I want to stick younger. Like I want to have two young guys. You know, uh-huh. like two older guys. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of who I would actually like respect. <laughs> Tell you what, Severino would be. Severino's a big he's man. A he's a yeah. He looks thick. Oh, he looks God. like he's not to be messed with. Oh, mad bum against. What about Chris Sale? He's so wiry. He, no, no. What Chris... if he gets to put some like jujitsu strangle moves on him? You know, I'd like to see Chris Sale and Marcus Stroman. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I want. Marcus Stroman would be on his back like a spider monkey. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. I'd be. I'd, I think. I think Stroman, kind of like Arietta, probably is pretty comfortable in his body. Probably. I think he'd probably be throwing some hammers. Oh my god! Wouldn't yeah, surprise me at all. So yeah, let's go. It's bottom one. Mm-hmm. Final. It's zip zip. Yep. Arietta and right through one. Mm-hmm. How are we feeling? Mm, you want like predictions? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's, give uh, me. Give me player of the game and winner. Okay. Uh, winner's gonna be the Braves five three. Player of the game's gonna be JT with a two run bomb. JT's on the Phillies. Yeah. Oh, so you said winner of the game is Braves. So winner yeah. of the game is Phillies. Yeah. Okay, 5-3. No, 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 no. Winner of the game is Braves. Oh, player of the game is JT. Yes. With a three-run bomb. Two-run bomb. Two-run bomb. Yeah. Okay, I thank you. I just wanted to. No, no, no. I, now I, we know, though. Because usually the winning team I got, got the player you. of the I game. I got you. But I'm like, for real, let's be honest. I got you. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's me. Give me. See, I always think too hard about this. Give me Braves. Okay. Six five. Ooh. Acuna. Yeah. Two for five. Mm. With a three-run bomb and a steal. I like that. Arietta, but Arietta does pretty good, but then gets cracked by Acuna in like the fifth. I mm. like that. So what, what did I say? Six two. Six four. Six five. Six five. Six five. Six, so six five. Acuna with the three-run, and yeah, you've and got a and a steal, and you've got five three. Braves, Braves JT, JT with a two-run bomb. So do we have both of the Braves? I'll running? have McCutcheon with two walks, too. There we go. All right. <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> Lock it in. Make your bets. Put everything on it. That's episode 14. This podcast is so much better when there's baseball around. <laughs> God damn. I'm That's so, so true. All righty, guys. We'll, uh, we'll call it a show. We'll talk to you soon. Watch every game you can and uh, send an email if you have a thought or just, you know, hate us. Hate what we're doing. <laughs> we'll, we'll take all kinds of mail. Anything. All right. <laughs> just send the check. Send the check. ESPN. Hey. Like-